good fade out. <laughs> oh, Classic blues. I'm digging it, man. What All a good right. tune. Yeah, man. All right. Coming out of the Chi Town, too. You know, home of one of the home of the blues. I don't want to take it away from New Orleans or any of the other places. Mostly New Orleans. Uh, yeah. We're the home of the blues brothers. Yes, so. the home of the blues brothers, man. <laughs> That's right. Gotta give us that. I uh, we were doing this road trip this weekend, and uh, I threw on a last minute radio uh, station from Spotify, and it was um, you know I downloaded it quickly for the areas you know where you're uh, out of reception and all that, and uh, it was Bob Seger Radio. Mm. It was kicking all the greatest bye, bye. classics, and I got to give it up to Spotify. Some classics I hadn't heard in like 20 years or ever before, actually. I was at blown away by some of the, uh, you know, some of the tunes they threw on, some deep cuts. I really... Do you, now, do you pay for Spotify? Uh, I can't remember if I do or not. I, I might, maybe, yeah, I don't have the, um, what is it? I don't do the commercial, so I must have some sort of subscription there. Oh, yeah. Fuck them, dude. They just started that bullshit now. I feel We're like, like they, they that was going on forever. Your, they interrupt your uh, <laughs> podcast every 30 minutes. We interrupt this uh, jam to let you know this song is brought to you by Pfizer. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Pfizer, Pfizer's behind everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get your shot. We were uh, cruising back and doing radio jams instead of the uh, Bob Seger radio. And <laughs> a uh, Lenny Kravitz song came on. And uh, I was kind of thinking about Lenny Kravitz. I'm like, where did he come from? Like, who goes to Lenny Kravitz shows? Hmm. I personally... Don't know any Lenny Kravitz diehard fans who get the album or you know, go see him when he comes. To I have no idea when Lenny Kravitz is coming to town. He doesn't be like a woman thing. I'm sure that he's got like a good following. Doesn't strike me as a guy who does a lot of touring. Uh, he strikes me as a dude who does a lot of naked yoga, butthole suntanning, you know, in his uh, <laughs> you know, fantastic mansion in Malibu, right? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Uh, you're pretty much the no talent hack version of Slash. Yes, he's got like he's copying Slash and Jimi Hendrix, but like I don't know. I was really kind of thinking in my head, like how did he get famous? Like where did he come from? He he kind of was out of nowhere <coughs> in the '90s when the '90s were still kind of you know the here's this big band. Uh, they've been touring the West Coast Seattle grunge scene for years, and all of a sudden it's Pearl Jam, you know, and they're the biggest touring act. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but it was uh, also the time of one hit wonders. But was like, Lenny? They were so and Lenny, oh, American it, Woman. <laughs> I think he had a couple other sort of hits, and uh, that's not even his song. Even that's a knows. cover. So I was thinking, many maybe Lenny Kravitz is one of those like designed out of the like government designed. Clones or something. Yeah, he's like Ashley Simpson. <laughs> yeah. The same era. It'll be a fucking nose. Like, where did you come? How did you become a thing? So you're thinking Ashley Simpson was cloned in a lab and created? I, I think that's how we got Lenny Kravitz. It's got to be the only way. No, isn't his mom uh, like Whitney Houston or something? 
don't know. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, dude. And then his dad is like some white producer guy. Well, I imagine, I think he's half, uh, is he like a half, half Jewish fella? Pretty sure. Oh, he's a halfer. For sure. He's a halfer uh, guy there. So he probably just had an immediate in uh, to the industry through his parents uh, in the 90s. I, I guess that makes sense. Uh, it just, uh, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't is his, calculate. Is his name really Kravitz? That's really. Yeah, I think that's gotta be a legit name. I mean, unless he did a Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, dude. His, it was like a fucking, uh, this is like a goddamn Harvey Weinstein deal here. His oh, mom man. was Roxy Roker. All right. A, uh, a black woman. Uh, nice. <clears throat> a young, attractive black woman. Oh, yeah. And this. His dad was this old white Jewish guy. Hey, now. That's right, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's how you get the Lenny uh, Kravitz. Yeah, man. Oh, Roxy Roker, his mom, oh, yeah. was an actress and cousin to Al Roker. Whoa. Uh, wow. So Lenny Kravitz is related to Al Ro- Roker. 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 Yeah, that's his mom's cousin. Mom's cousin. See, it's all, it's all in the family in Hollywood there, man. This is all kind of making sense now. Uh, Lenny Kravitz, uh, I believe I have talked about this on the show maybe a year or so ago, but uh, I went to a Hasidic Jew neighborhood in Paris, and uh, there was a signed picture of Lenny Kravitz on the wall there, and he had frequented that restaurant, and it was his favorite falafel uh, or matzo ball soup place in, in all of Europe. Hmm. Lenny Kravitz. All right. Yeah. yeah, not impressed. All right. I got I got a Ted Cruz out of that one on Mike. Okay. Riveting stuff here, folks. You're welcome. Well, none of the thing about that was really amazing. I don't like matzo, matzo ball. Don't really like Lenny. Yeah, I just uh, I hate New York. Oh, Paris. Or Paris. See, that's how much I hate you, Paris. I confused you with New York. Well, Mike, uh, you hate Paris. I can see that. That's fair. And, uh, you know, uh, in Paris currently, I'm not sure if you're aware, but, uh, oh, they're burning it to the ground, man. Acid <laughs> protests overnight. Hundreds of. Oh, sorry, oh, folks. Oh, 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 strap it in. Strap it in. Jesus Christ. Hold tight, people. These are G Force winds we're talking about here. <laughs> Straight from the mouth through those two front teeth of Michael Strahan. <laughs> the people taken to French streets over proposed labor reforms <laughs> clashing with police. Tom Sufi Burge is there in Paris with more. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Michael. Yeah, protesters out again this morning, targeting a visit by French President Macron to Notre Dame Cathedral. This after the 12th national strike in as many weeks, with hundreds of thousands taking to the streets. Riot police and protesters clashing here in Paris, dozens arrested. At one point, protesters storming the headquarters of Louis Vuitton. More than 100 people are injured, police using more than 1,000 canisters of tear gas, according to a civic group. In Rennes, in northwestern France, police using water cannon amid the chaos a car set alight and more protests 
expected in a matter of hours. A key decision from a high-ranking council known as France's Guardians of the Constitution. It is set to rule whether the government's law to raise the minimum retirement age from 62 to 64 is in line with the French Constitution. <laughs> We're awaiting that key decision. It could be a make-or-break moment for the protest movement. Eva? This is so ridiculous, man. They're fucking burning down the streets of Paris over two fucking years of retirement. Like, that's... Where's the passion here in America, man? Wow! I know, ours is literally going up to 70. <laughs> our, our retirement is surpassing our expected life uh, span. <laughs> yeah. And so... <laughs> not a peep from the populace. We don't fucking care. Oh. We're just slaving no, away. Yeah, no, when you die, you're going to owe Social Security two years. <laughs> They'll just take it out of your estate. <laughs> I can't believe what's happening over there, over this. Like, this is, uh, this is funny stuff. And did you catch, uh, they were reported, the reporter was kind of doing his gig. And then uh, when it came to uh, the president, he threw in my favorite, Macron. I know, I, lo I love when they say it. You know, you you gotta <clears throat> give it a little flair, a little color whenever you're doing a, a French story on Paris and Macron. Macron. Who's a dirty traitor. He's signed on to uh, do uh, deals with um, China. And uh, he's leaving America in the dust. That's what's, that's what's going on here. Eh, you could have the French. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, so uh look, uh, I think it's uh pretty sad what's going on there. They still I think have the burning trash and all that stuff going on. Nobody's working. It's amazing that they decided because they, you know, are angry they are going to have to work two more years. They're just not going to work for a year or two. They're shutting it all down. <laughs> yeah, that's that's incredible. You're right. Plus, They're just not going to work for two years. Didn't and then... we all worldwide get about two years off except for the essential workers? Right. I'm, oh, good God. So, I mean, people, you had your two-year retirement. You know, the way the government should phrase this is, look, we kind of gave you two years there. Uh, that messed everything up economically, so you're going to have to give it back. And this is what they never really made clear <clears throat> during the shutdowns and, you know, good. the lockdowns you know, of the pandemic. You know what this is? It's the school snow day. Remember yes. how great it was to get a snow day? Yes. But then in the spring, you had that Monday you were supposed to have off. Now you got to go to school. That's to make right. Up for the snow day. Yes. It's the same deal. Absolutely. Great call, man. And I don't think people, even a lot of folks, took all that PPE mm. and all the extra funding. Tinstoffel, Frank. Remember the Tinstoffel? Uh, break it down for me. There's no such thing as a free lunch. There's no such thing as a free <laughs> lunch. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I don't think people realize when they took <clears throat> all these gifts from the government that it wasn't free. It was we were taking money and time from ourselves from the future. That's yeah. how that's what we were doing. We were messing up our economy for the future. We were forcing us to work harder, longer. Uh, we were draining the Social Security even further. And to exacerbate this whole situation, 
this next generation of people coming in, no interest whatsoever to join the workforce and be a part of the system. So the system is ultimately collapsing because of the idiots below us and then the uh, elderly uh, uh, ahead of us uh, who are living too long and then, you know, destroying the retirement savings. Yeah, that's really... What, what people don't realize is be, because of what's going on economically, there is no retirement. You, you, if yeah, you're I in know. the middle class or lower, you're working to the day you die. What yeah. are you thinking? Get it out of your head that you're going to go sip pina coladas at the beach uh, in southern Florida and you know live away your days suntanning. You're not going to get that in, in this new future. They fucked the economy. We took two fat years out of our lives there. We're never going to get that back. We're just going to work it off times eight, times ten, till the day we die. Like I said, it's, there's no chance uh, that people are, are going to uh, financially recover from this going forward, especially the younger know. generation. <clears throat> it's, been, it's been great for the people that never stop. Yeah, the people who kept on trucking and uh, saving yeah. the money. Yeah, sure. I, I just don't think the people who took the freebies realized, like, they're going to come back for it. You're going to have yeah. to pay it back. The the time spent relaxing, this was kind of like what I always called it the early retirement. Oh, I'm having my retirement. Knowing full well that I'll never have a retirement. This is the taste. This is it. This is it. This is all I get. It was wonderful. I got a nice tan. Yeah. Good times. Well rested. Yeah, it was great. You know, I was uh, playing crochet, and uh, is it crochet? No, what's the uh, <laughs> croquet? <And> crochet. <laughs> Cro- crochet yeah. is where you're knitting stuff. I was doing that knitting, too. Yeah. yeah, in my free time. <laughs> hey, it's a good hobby to learn. That's right, man. It really is. Uh, so we're pretty fucked as a country. Uh, I hope everyone's happy. Uh, and. You sent me a a nice little uh, clip over the weekend. Uh, it's uh, what is it? Russell Brand explaining that. Well, you could blame the left. You could blame the right. They're, it's kind of the same team, guys. We're kind of just getting fucked by everybody here. And these, ju- oh, this is a great clip. You have to just listen to the numbers. And the the people at the top, no matter the game, they're all making the same money. They're getting rich. Yeah. They're lining their pockets. And the rest of us idiots, well, we're going to have to work till the day we die because there's no more retirement. That's how it works. See, that's And that's they're the all game. giving to both sides. It's just one's more than the other a little bit. Just like a little everybody's bit. Everybody's just, yeah. so, you know? One side's bad, the other side's good. This is, a, this is a nice little take. I really enjoy this. At least 100 members of Congress own fossil fuel stocks, of which 59 are Republicans and 41 are Democrats. Oh, look, the Republicans are a bit worse. Pharma. Of the $263 million of the pharmaceutical industry spent on lobbying in 2021, it gave 61% to the Democrat Party and 39% to the Republicans. Oh no, the Democrat Party is a bit worse. Wall Street. (laughs) In 2022, commercial banks spent over $30 million lobbying Congress. 61% to the Republicans and 39% to the Democrats. Oh no, look, the Republicans are a bit worse. (laughs) Nearly 20% of Congress members, 49 Democrats and 44 Republicans, have been trading shares of companies in industries they are supposed to be overseeing as part of their committee assignment. Each one of these facts indicates a potential solution to the problem that it describes. Don't let members of Congress 
own stocks at all. Pharma, do not accept lobbying money from the pharmaceutical industry. It's a health industry. The interest should be to do no harm and maybe even help people. At least. <laughs> wow. Uh, cuts That's amazing, bit, dude. Yeah, fantastic call. Uh, he, this was also reminding me of Pink. Are you familiar with the performer Pink? Well, I know who she is, yeah. Sure. Well, uh, she's been everywhere lately. And uh, she's coming on tour here to Denver, all over the radio. They just had an iHeartRadio music um, award show on TV. She was like the headliner, won all these awards. Uh, And, you know, she's the star in these recent vaccine for COVID-19 commercials. Really? Yes. Not only that, uh, if you've caught any of these, they have these... Kind of like, you know, the old school, if you will, like, talk to your doctor if you need the COVID-19 vaccine, you know? like the, But they have Pink uh, promoting it and all these other famous people, including um, Questlove, is, I think this is the fella's name, who's the drummer from The Tonight Show and of The Roots. And uh, I thought they it... got a black guy? Wow. Well, he, he's, he's maybe second to... Pink, or on they're on the same level as far as promoting these uh, new uh, variants. Or I'm sorry, uh, well you know what I mean. They're definitely variants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the new vaccines, the boosters. Boost! <laughs> Can't believe we're still talking. Boost! Uh, and so, what year is this? Um, they're selling it on TV, and uh, the guy, the drummer from the Roots, I've was thinking back to Jimmy Fallon. Remember he did that song about getting the booster shot? And this guy, the the Roots guy, he's he's probably cutting fat checks from Pfizer and all this stuff cuz the commercial it, it is Pfizer BioNTech commercial, you know, brought to you by and it's got the whole uh, jam going on and uh I find it interesting that you've got these people who are in with the Pfizer commercial now for the COVID vaccine, and now they're getting celebrated. They're everywhere. They're, you know, cutting music and touring and, and getting all the biggest promotional stuff. Oh, uh, good call. Because you just brought up Pink. I haven't heard her name in like 20 years. That's what. Now she, yeah, she's just desperate for money. Desperate for money, signed that contract, and the cash is rolling in, and doesn't have that kind of moral compass with uh, what's been going on with that vaccine. I mean, how many people are following Pink? It just it struck me as odd that like all of a sudden Pink's really popular. Like back, back oh, dude, she wasn't even really that attractive back then. She's got to be ugly now, dude. Back to my riffing on Lenny Kravitz. Like, how do these people get so popular when I really don't in everyday life? I don't meet anybody who's like, oh, I can't wait to go see Pink. Oh man, I got my <laughs> ticket like three months in advance, man. It was crazy. <laughs> Waited in line. You know, you, same thing with Lenny Kravitz. There's no Lenny Kravitz fans out there. Like, oh man, you know, I was, I was just refreshing for three hours on Ticketmaster to get those yeah, Lenny right. Kravitz tickets uh, last minute. Man, it was, it was insane. Or even just came in a little tired. Like, oh man, I was at the Pink concert last night. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you wouldn't believe it, Lenny Kravitz. Three and a half hour show, dude. Went till one in the morning. Like, you never hear that shit from anybody. He stretched out American Woman for three hours. <laughs> 
Oh, he made that fly song too, right? He something did. About flying. He's got a he's got a bunch of. I believe uh, I could fly or something. He's got a few tunes him. out there that you would recognize, and you're pretty certain they're kind of a rip off of other famous music. And I'm guaranteed. <laughs> and he just has, you know. Better paid, higher paid lawyers who could pay off the people suing him over ripping them off, right? So that's uh, that's. Oh, I want to get away. That was it, right? It's like flying. <laughs> Isn't that what it is? Yeah, I think so, man. <laughs> I wanna get up. A- yeah, get the fuck out of here, dude. I just. I want you to get away too. Yeah, get away, Lenny. And <laughs> you know, if Lenny <laughs> wants to resurrect his career. He should get on board with the Pfizer BioNTech commercials, man. Then he could. Uh, uh, Lenny, you need to team up with John Mayer. Oh man, yeah, John Mayer's doing Call it right, man. John Mayer, John Mayer, yeah. Oh, dude, he's uh doing the dead again this summer. I think they're gonna come by and uh, rack out the Folsom Field in Boulder. I hope to check that out. And I, uh, I know he's actually coming to Denver, or maybe I just missed it, possibly. But he's doing, like I said, he's got that uh tour where his promotional art is him holding a classical guitar and he's you know got like a black turtleneck on and he's just staring lonesomely into the uh distance you know longingly and just uh you know wanting love i imagine that's what he's searching for love in all the wrong places sounds like he's looking for love from all the wrong men if you know what i mean I uh, I assume you're uh oh okay we'll just let that one hang there actually uh <laughs> it's probably better that way Sounds like he drinks a little too much Bud Light, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I think you're saying he's a lady fella fan or uh, a fan of the Dylon, 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 <laughs> who is making waves. My God, this story just won't die. It's fantastic. Uh, Dude, I got, I got to say, I've had it happen like twice already where uh, you go and like there's a bunch of men drinking, you know, and somebody will just bring a six pack of Bud Light and there's always somebody who's like, all right. Who's the wise guy? Like, literally, nobody wants to drink them. It's like a joke now. I was hoping you would say someone pulls out, like, a Magnum 45 and blasts away the case off the bar. No, it's more just like a joke. Okay. (laughs) Damn it. I can dream, can't I? (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is actually, I think there was some Joe Rogan clip going around where he's drinking Bud Light. And talking about, yeah. like, how it's silly that people oh, are... you could tell he's fucking... This guy is bought by the machine. Well, yeah. here's the deal. Uh, you talk about COVID, you get that little blue COVID flag on Spotify. You talk about the trannies, the algos just bury your show. Nobody can find your fucking episode. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He had to do it. You could just tell it was, like... Yes, it was dude. so awkward. No, he signed on to this shit. He has to, in some slight way, be supportive of the transgender movement. And I'm not saying don't be supportive of people who are doing whatever, but, I mean, uh, you know, well, we know. The, the, this thing's gotten a little no, out of hand no, here. No, we should not be supportive of mental illness. Well, that, there's a, just a lot I of I mean, elements. we should be supportive, but, like, it, not in a way that we just think, oh, you, you know... It, the, Mental illness needs to be treated. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot not going. Exploit, not exploited. There's, there's a lot to unpack here. Uh, this is this is an onion with many layers. 
Uh, especially this Dylan <laughs> fella who, by the way, I didn't clip it, but I have a little, I have another Matt Walsh thing for later, uh, that Emma brought to me. But, um, uh, Matt Walsh did a thing where he, uh, reviewed this Dylan Mulvaney guy made an appearance on The Prices Right years ago. Oh, I know. Yeah, and he's just, yeah, I know. And he, it's, it's a... It's a pretty, I mean, entertaining clip uh, if you're willing to sit through it. Uh, the Dylan fella just goes berserker and he's outrageously flamboyant and, uh, you know, it's it's silly. But, um, you know, this guy is now, I, I guess Emma's been telling me that she's seeing all sorts of shit about this dude on social media and it's even freaking her out. And uh, this whole... Uh, there's this push now to make this Dylan, uh, he's like replacing uh, f- other feminine and classic femininity, and he's, um, I think there's talking about getting him in like the swimsuit edition, or he's going to be in all, all these- Get the fuck out of here. Like Glamour magazine, and they're saying he's bringing back the classic woman, like the Audrey Hepburn and all this stuff. It's really weird. The way the media is painting this guy, I haven't yeah, actually seen a lot of it. Didn't have penises. This is a good point. I think you have <laughs> you have uh, entered in a valid argument uh, for the classic woman. You know, growing up for me, you're right. I'm a little old school. I like my chicks without their dicks. Uh, this that's is kind not of a thing. classic woman. Exhibit A: the penis. <laughs> but uh, I guess this Dylan situation is. A highly controversial in the social media land and the TikTok universe, and in a way that women now uh, are not really on board with it. Uh, and they're also, I guess, it's been kind of not hitting the surface, but Leah Thomas is back in the news, or at least is competing again and is beating these chicks in the NCAA tournament uh, stuff. And uh, that's. Um, becoming super controversial no one like uh, there's girls who are trying to fight back against it and get public attention but they're being censored online and their stories aren't reaching the national press and they're trying to like sue the you know the NCAA over Leah Thomas competing and, and they're losing like like the system is designed in the most fucked up way uh Emma was telling me that these chicks are trying to go viral with the fact that they're not comfortable being in the locker room with this dude yeah they shouldn't be they don't it's want him dude. there. It's and, a dude who likes to fuck women. <laughs> it's a huge dude who not only I think probably likes to bang chicks, but uh, he also likes he to has beat a girlfriend. the He likes to beat the crap out of them uh, swimming. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> he likes to disgusting. dominate them, you know, in in the swimming rink or what is it, uh, swimming lane, the pool, and the pool. We'll go with the pool. Uh, so uh, yeah, carry on, man. I don't. This Dylan Mulvaney thing is really weird. It's getting creepy understand. and bizarre, and the obsession with him uh, is not good for our culture. I'm just going to throw the only, it out The there. only thing I could think of is that there's a... Like, the surgeries clearly didn't work. And there's a lot of horror stories. So they're trying to, like, bring out the new face of transgenders. Oh, good call, man. Yeah, making yeah, it look super positive, this, man. Yeah, which is just this guy who's a girl. Mike, I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, they prefer the, uh, prefer the term "lady fella." Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong about that one. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like no surgery, no nothing. Because uh, I was reading that story again about the fucking when that when that dude 
when the lady fella there you go came, see it's easier it the lady fella came and beat Lita, leah thomas remember oh. it was like a tranny who went the other way beat leah thomas in the swim meet we had a chick growing a dick now who beat the chick trying to tuck the dick right yeah the, the <laughs> oh, chick, man <laughs> the chick the chick with the dick oh, yeah. was wearing the one-piece female swimsuit. Wow. And the chick trying to grow the dick yeah, man. was wearing the one-piece male suit. And all you see is this, like, giant scar that goes all the way across her chest. That's rough. Uh, you know, it must have been a difficult pr- process and procedure. And they're just you describing that scenario, that's how I know we have lost World War Three without a shot being fired. <laughs> China wins. <laughs> Give it to China. Start buying up your yen, people. It's game over. Did you just hear that? That's America. <laughs> We're fucked, I, man. <laughs> I just subscribed to Babel. Mandarin. It's over. Start practicing those chopsticks, my friends. Cause uh <laughs> Ten years, not a fork in sight. Guaranteed. I hope you like rice. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Okay, so let's let's uh go down this rabbit hole. Uh this is a good one. So I've got MSNBC. This is how they are perceiving uh Bud Light finally responding to this controversy with uh Dylon Dylon and Dylon. And uh <laughs> interestingly enough, it was surfaced uh online that the CEO of Bud Light ten years ago, former CIA agent no yes sir you know like most cia uh folk they you know all dream to run breweries and so uh mm-hmm. he went on to run budweiser i guess anheuser-busch once, once Anheuser a marine Bush. always a marine huh but once cia nah, i got out <laughs> yeah right i'm now i'm just kind of a little bit curious about what they're putting in the beer you know Oh, that's crazy. You can't just get out of the CIA. You can, you're never going to be ex-CIA, dude. Here's the thing. The fucking alphabet agencies, they're just in everything. It's, in, it's Yeah. Like I said, folks, weird. you love the banter here, but Mike, he's uh, an AI, AI bot. Is a uh, chat GPT. <laughs> Run by the feds. It's beautiful. Uh, All right, here we go. Dylon. Anheuser-Busch is out with a response to some of the backlash that we've covered here on the show on Bud Light's partnership with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney. You have the CEO, Brendan Whitworth, saying that they never, I'm quoting here, they never intended to be a part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over a beer. We told you about all of the drama on this about a A week ago. This has been going on for days, ever since the company sponsored a post on Mulvaney's Instagram during March Madness. I drink Uh, There were some people who did not like that. They started posting (laughs) videos online, calling for boycotts, dumping out their Bud Light, destroying cans, etc. PR and crisis management expert Molly McPherson, who's been writing about this, is with us now. And now you have this response, finally, right, from the head of Anheuser-Busch, on Something that a lot of people have a lot of feelings about, whether you're somebody who's calling for boycotts or whether you're somebody who thinks that the boycotts are, you know, uncalled for here. Yeah. So when you say we finally have a message, it's not. <laughs> all right. Here we go. This is good. This is good stuff. <laughs> it's all about, you know, the dog whistles, right? <laughs> surprised that it landed on a <clears throat> late Friday. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get my bingo card in line. <laughs> 
I think I might have a bingo here because I have racism, white supremacy. <laughs> right? Transphobia, all in line. You're almost there. Yeah, exactly. So I believe, you know, this message, when you read the tone and the language used in this message, it's written like it's it's almost an ad or you're at a Bruce Springsteen concert. You hear all the language about honor and history, values, military, hardworking. It's written in a way that appears to be very non-polarizing, but it seems like it's almost coded to speak to the conservative right. To let mm. people- Wait, wait, wait. So then you're implying <laughs> the opposite is the left, right? And did you just hear? Did you hear the values she just listed there? Uh, and these are bad. Folks, I want you to remind, listen here closely. These are the, the bad values on the right that are coded in this apology. It's almost an ad or you're at a Bruce Springsteen concert. You hear all the language about honor and history, values, military, Hardworking. It's written in a way. <laughs> Hardworking. Hardworking. You know. Uh, honor. Uh, military. <laughs> you know, those sound like pretty fucking awesome things to be about. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? Are you about to say that's that's the shitty side? Now, let me tell you about this other side. You know, we're about being fucking lazy and demanding shit from the government. You know, and then complaining that we're being I victimized. I like she equated that to a Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Bitch, the right left Bruce Springsteen a long time ago. We gave up on him. You know? Everybody knows they're John Cougar Mellencamp fans. Come on, people. Oh, uh, yeah. Born in the USA, bitch. <laughs> well, that's Bruce, but that's all right. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he was the other one. Uh, yeah, yeah, honestly, I think you can enjoy whatever music you want, regardless of the political leanings of the uh, jackass writing the music. Honestly. Yeah, but know, I definitely stopped listening to Bruce Springsteen in like, interviews and shit. Like, during COVID, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean... Personally, I'm a diehard fan of Renegades, Bruce Springsteen, and <laughs> Barack Obama's podcast. I listen to uh, it every morning. I'm halfway to finding it. <laughs> it's somewhere out there between uh, Hillary Clinton's podcast and uh, <laughs> The Problem with Jon Stewart. Somewhere out there. We've been making fun of it for two months. I still can't remember the name of that fucking Hillary podcast. Was it Brave Women or some shit? It, it was called uh, Suicided. I think we covered that already. <laughs> she, she talks about all the journalists she killed over the last 50 years. It was like Courageous <laughs> or some gay shit. I can't remember. The Bruce Springsteen concert. You hear all the language about honor and history, values, military, <laughs> hard work. Hold on. <laughs> values, honor, history. These are terrible terrible things you hear all the dog whistles mike you know all that racist white supremacist stuff from the right wing <laughs> mega lunatics you know military hard work honor value these people are crazy it's literally everything you need to instill in your son <laughs> like, like, man your children just take a look in the mirror please for five seconds like do you guys not see now that you just listed things that you're going to say the opposite is what we are all about? That's basically what you're implying here. Yeah. Fucking lazy oh, idiots. Crazy. In a way that appears to be very non-polarizing, but it seems like it's almost coded to speak to the conservative right, to let people know that we didn't want to cause a ruckus. We didn't want to make a big deal about this. What we care about are all of our customers, but it seemed like they were speaking to one customer in particular. And his name is Kid Rock. 
I guess everybody knows this. They were no, I was going to say they're speaking to, to the customers that buy beer. <laughs> yeah. Not the customers that steal it from stores. Bud Light, if you want to recover from this for the next football season, come back with the chicks, the blondes with the tits and the bikinis playing the volleyball and spraying each other with the hoses. Come on. This I is your chance. For, I'll settle for the frog. Give us the frogs. I'll take the frogs, too. Like, something, man. Just go back to your roots. No, that's Just... what I'm saying. Go back to the babes. Uh, Emma and I... Don't I don't like the babes, because nowadays they're gonna ha- there's going to be one chick with a dick. Well, I, I see how you can go that route, but I told you we were up at Snowmass, and they were doing that jump across where they ski across the water... And uh, there was one fella that all the women were really excited about, and he was wearing, like, latex, skin-tight, you know, red underwear, essentially, you know. And he went down, and everyone, you know, went crazy. And then right after him was this chick in a bikini, you know, and she was smoking hot, and she made it through and then bowed at the end, and everyone went crazy, you know, because she... You know, showed her ass to the whole crowd. It was fantastic. Everybody fucking loved it. And I told Emma that the next president should uh, do uh, another uh, BBB like the Biden administration did. They did Build Back Better. Well, the next one should do Bring Back Babes. And uh, (laughs) for both sides, bring back the men, babes. Let's bring back the women, babes. But can we bring back babes? No more of the freaks and the fatties. Let's bring back the babes. Bring back the bimbos, because remember we had the bimbo and the mimbo? You get the mimbo and the bimbo. Yes, just, I'll take both. I, I, I'll i take a, you know, give me the studly dude, but give me the hot smoking babe. Come on, man. We need both. Yeah, we Let's yeah, go back call. to the babes. Bring back babes, man. Let's do it. Right. I no think dudes we're ready. with lipsticks. No chicks with dicks. Yes, I don't want the the bearded guy in the dress. Uh, I don't want the <laughs> I don't want the yeah. f- obese lady doing yoga. Like, uh, just no more of this nonsense. Let's bring back the babes, man. Because I got to tell you what, there I was with a giant crowd of people. The the biggest applause and the you know the the largest appreciation were for the babes who showed off the bodies of and had a good time. Of course. Or if you're going to go fat, you have to be like extreme fat, hairy guy. Well, there were doing some, it as no, a joke. There were right? definitely the fat, hairy bears coming down uh, in the underwears. Uh, absolutely classic. And uh, they always, you know, just plopped right into the water and made a big splash. But they, and, and they didn't come down as if they were one of the babes. No, these were my favorite. They know yeah, who absolutely. they are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? But then we can go back to times when the fat guy's funny. Like, dude, the, one of the greatest skits <laughs> SNL ever did was the uh, Chippendale tryout. Yes, man, absolutely. With the Will Ferrell, not Will Ferrell, you know, Chris Farley. Chris, and, um, uh, yeah, man, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. A cl- a, so good. A classic man babe, a mimbo my man. Like, absolutely. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, <laughs> Chris know? Farley, for his size and to his credit, that, that man could move. He, he had... Uh, he, he had the, you know, the jive. He wasn't, he wasn't sitting there demanding people call him beautiful, though. Like, this Lizzo, <laughs> that's literally what you're doing. You're uglier than Chris Farley, and you're, like, demanding we call you beautiful. I know. That Lizzo picture, I don't think, went over very well. That kind of... <laughs> no. That wasn't a, as big a hit as I think she expected. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen prettier cakes. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> 
That's <laughs> fucking gross, dude. <laughs> so, oh, man. So in the vein of this Dylan fella and what's going on, uh, I guess um, Emma sent me a couple clips of Matt Walsh, which blew my mind and because I can't believe she was coming across Daily Wire. But apparently uh, because of what is happening with this Dylon, Dylon, Dylon fella and uh, lady fella and then also uh, Leah Thomas, the uh, 6'4 giant dominating little girls in uh, women's swimming. Uh, I guess Mash- Matt Walsh is trending a lot for some of the things he's been saying because, well, that kind of makes sense. And it's coming genuinely from a guy who's a family man and sees this stuff uh, all the time, and is probably worried. Dude, you know why she's coming across family. Matt Walsh because they're mainstream media now. Good uh, call. They, yeah, they, they hit a certain market cap, and then something it like it was like a switch was flipped. That's a great I sw- call. I swear to God. Wow. Like, now, now they're playing Fox News, and Fox News is playing them and hosting wow. them. And it's like they're now part of they 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 made a they signed the deal with the devil. And you could tell by how they're covering things and what they're covering, what they're choosing not to cover. It's kind of crazy. You just blew my mind, man. That's really wild stuff. Well, uh, she sent me this one, and I just think it's interesting that, I think it's from a a week ago or a couple weeks ago, uh, Matt Walsh confronting this person about defining a woman, and Emma was very uh, passionate about this uh, issue. Uh, I guess what's kind of going on now is... Women have noticed that the feminist movement has now been co-opted by dudes. Well, you see, Frank, Emma is amongst <laughs> the turf group, oh, which seems to be growing. Could you explain the turf again? Uh, uh, turf is a trans-exclusionary radical feminist, oh, which wow. means they believe in <laughs> feminism. They are women who believe that a trans man is not a woman, or a trans woman is not a Oh, see, you're clearly a bigot. You can't even explain it to me. <laughs> I got half a point because I got turf. That's right. Uh, so she sent me a few clips, and I thought this one was interesting in in particular because I think I think this whole uh, trans movement now, uh, especially with the uh, fellas being the ladies. Uh, it's starting to really piss off the real true women in our society who have, uh, you know, worked really hard to get to their status in our yeah. culture. And uh, I, you know, it's a little bit, I would say, um, kind of disgusting that men now are stepping in and saying, I'm a woman. You know, it takes a lot to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And for a dude to claim that they know what it takes, well, that's, you know, a slap in the face, a Will Smith, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See be a slap in the face for a woman to just you know they have no idea what it is to be a man. Sure, but you know it's just so, a ridiculous that's scenario. The best part of the world is you need both. Well, I uh, I found it uh, fascinating the passion coming from uh, true women in this world who are uh, actually you know really upset about this topic recently, and it's a topic that the right wing circles have been uh, obsessing over for like two years now. How long is the Leah Thomas? charade uh been going on for you know what i mean like it's just uh you know we, we've been discussing dudes walking around with their dongs hanging out in ladies locker rooms now for quite a while uh yeah. there was the guy in the california sauna or whatever remember that 
Yeah, you know what they stopped talking to him? He went to jail for that. Oh, he did? Probably rightfully yeah, he's so. A sex offender. I think he was a fucking creep and a sicko, man. I'm pretty yeah, he's sure. a sex offender who gets off on showing his dick to women. <laughs> and he went into this fucking locker room, dude. You're the fuck out. This is disgusting. Yeah, that's right, man. So uh, here's Matt Walsh uh, asking a uh, lady fella to define a uh, woman. We'll end with this because we're talking about womanhood. So people can probably shout out the question I'm going to ask you right now. Okay. You know that you're a woman. Yes. What is that? Uh, so gender is a social thing. It only makes sense. I don't want to hear that. What is a woman? What oh, is a woman? God. What How is a woman? Word, word woman, define in the dictionary, go. A woman is somebody who is included and respected and seen and participates in society, recognized by other women. If you speak with women... Circular definition. That's my whatever. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I thought that was uh, pretty strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't use the word in the definition of the word. This is like yes! second grade English. Yes. The minute you said women to define women, it's not a definition. <laughs> I cannot say a uh, define a lake. Well, a lake is a uh, yeah, it's a lake of water. That doesn't make any fucking sense. It isn't defined it. What are the dimensions? What are the requirements? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, man. Absolutely. It's a strange <laughs> clip. I, and again, uh, this is something I think we've covered so much with the uh, Leah Thomas and then uh, the Biden administration. Look at their checkbox cabinet, man. They got the, the lady fella, crazy professor from Independence Day running the health. <laughs> and then uh, we had the uh, insane bald dude with the mustache and the lipstick who was stealing and, and honestly, luggage. that admiral, I'm more insulted that you're pretending to be an admiral than, <laughs> than, pretending, to, than pretending to be a woman. Like, I don't know what insults me more about you. If I, I just want to slap the shit out of you. You're making a mockery of women and the military. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is uh, top to bottom. Uh, what a strange issue that we've been covering uh, quite a bit. But now, when you start to get people anecdotally in your world coming to you uh, who aren't really reading into this stuff, saying, you know, hey, can you believe what they're letting these dudes do to these chicks? You know? And you're like, yeah, yeah it's been. <laughs> We're at the point where there are states trying to ban this stuff, and and we're having, in response to these bannings, shootings at Catholic schools, and then in response to those shootings, we have uh, Afro Dashiki man with his bullhorn showing up at the legislature, you know, uh, causing a ruckus. Here's the problem is, you people are bringing this to us now. We're at the bottom of the slippery slope. I was warning you at the top of the slippery slope. Yes. Now we're at the bottom. Absolutely, man. And now it's like impossible to turn these places around. 
I, I say that's literally why Brandon Johnson won Chicago. Because everybody just left. And now it's going to be impossible to fix this place. Because the only people left are the assholes voting for the shit that ruined the city. That is, uh, yeah, right on the money. You, you just created an environment where you have nothing but your supporters. You have no dissenters. And, uh, folks, what's scary about places like that being created is the next pandemic or the next lockdown. Yes. What about the next climate lockdowns they want to do? The 15-minute cities. There's some scary shit on the horizon well, this, that they're planning, planning for these places. This is where I think you're going to start to see a switch where the Electoral College helped the Republicans. I think it might, you might start to see a switch where, like, Illinois just has so many electoral votes. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's kind of crazy how, like, certain cities just kind of control these these federal elections yeah it's wild stuff man and that's where the corruption lies in the cities uh chicago maybe one of the most corrupt right i i could say it's probably still there uh, but that's why it's gonna get worse and you're starting to see like pockets form in the country like florida and texas you know we're yeah free states tennessee free states like all right well we don't even care what's going on federally we're just doing our own thing here I think you're right on the mark with the, uh, we're not at the top of the slippery slope. We have slid down it. We are, you know, heading towards the bottom. I, I don't think we are at the bottom. There is a ways to go. Uh, Frank, the admiral, we have an, admir- an admiral in the fucking Navy who doesn't know he's a man. He's in, char- <laughs> he's in charge of health policies for the fucking country. That's right. And he's an he's an admiral. Oh yeah. With with two fucking badges on his goddamn dress uniform. Hey now. Which is literally a dress. <laughs> That's he's a right. man with a dick. Yeah. He played football <laughs> in college. He was a fucking lineman in college. Well, I think it can get worse because I think uh, if they end up getting rid of uh, Sleepy Joe Dementia Biden, uh, we have the next in line, which I think should frighten everyone because they keep trying to retool and revamp, and uh, they they're clearly coaching the camel. <laughs> yeah, you sent me the clip. And you so, said, look at her hands. Yeah, so the camel did this speech, man, and unfortunately, we are an audio show, but the audio is just as good because it's kind of scary what this president in chief to be is is talking about uh uh she is a retarded and a nut oh, job true. you never want a re- uh, retarded nut job in a power of posi- uh, a position of power <laughs> if you can't see her her hands movements let me just put it in clear picture here somebody watched trump's hand movements and then tried to teach her how to do hand movements i actually so if you listen I feel like she got some of Obama's team there, and uh, they tried to Obamify her speech oh, and you think her it's ha- Obama. Yeah, it, it really reminded me of Obama orating and preaching, and she's even vocally trying to match or mimic that. It's a bad Obama impression, and that's I think that why I love the audio so much. It, it sounds like oh, they're like. They trained her for two weeks to try and mimic Obama, and then they threw in the physical gestures, and so it it's like she's putting up the hands, and she's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, is this right? And then she's like, I'm going to just do one of them now. Uh, how about both of them? I'm going to point over there. Like, it's like the most awkward, you know, she kept, positioning she of her hands. the thing where, like, I don't know, like big to small with the I don't with know. With the hands, both together, they're, like, synchronized and doing the same motions, and uh, it's a very... <laughs> awkward and 
silly looking experience. Uh, she, she, again, clearly going through so much coaching and it's kind of like uh, if you see someone who's new at playing guitar, you can see them like mouthing the notes as they're playing or, you know, they're like, she's like kind of almost talking the motions out loud. It's it's really ridiculous. Uh, she's a total buffoon. They must be frightened internally that she could eventually be in power. We should all be frightened externally that this uh, retard could be in power. This is great stuff, though, because uh, not only... <clears throat> Does she check the boxes, which makes her probably completely unqualified for her job as second in command? Uh, <laughs> this lunatic is all in on the woke bullshit, and she she's the next step in the wokeification of this country. That that is uh, the next slide down that slippery slope. Here we go. Here's uh, here's some crazy Kamala. Let us clearly understand the moment we are in a moment in which our hard-won freedoms are under attack. Because just look at where we are. Extremists across our country attack the freedom to vote. They ban books to attempt to erase America's full history. They attack the ability of people to love openly with pride. They attack the freedom of a woman to make decisions about her own body instead of the government. What about when a woman doesn't want to take a vaccine, you know, uh, because she has to keep her job and she's trying to make a choice, you know, over her own body uh, against the government? uh, Belongs to society. What about, you know, you know, the government saying, no, you got to take this vaccine to be part of society. But a woman's like, no, but it's my body. And you, as the government, should have no say over my body. What about that fucking argument, man? What happened? Nope. No, it doesn't count. It doesn't fucking count, huh? Because we can't make money off of that, but we make money off abortions. I just love this obsession with the abortion, the two-faced uh, ability to say... Uh, oh, a woman has every right to say no against the government when it comes to their body, except for mandatory vaccines that are experimental gene therapies that we actually have <laughs> never tested uh, the outcome of uh, you know the long-term data. In fact, we have no actual data to support that these vaccines do anything. They're probably just poison. Enjoy. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Back to uh, camel. Back to camel. They attack medication that for 20 years the FDA ruled as being safe. And just yesterday in Florida, extremists there signed a six-week ban before most... Extremists! And even though they're pregnant... Uh, Extremists, by the way, the new racist. Congratulations, morons. You you took a word that meant, like, jihadi nutjob with the fucking vest of bombs running into the cafe. Now it's just everybody. Because everybody's a racist now. Everybody's an extremist. You, you, you used this word so much for so many people. It means absolutely nothing. For sure. It's half the country. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're Literally half the country. Extremists. <laughs> it's incredible. I don't know if you know how extremist works. <laughs> if half the country is an extremist, then they're just the norm. Right? So am I, uh, <clears throat> oh yeah, you're, you are right. And, uh, are you noticing her speech, like her, uh, 
her Obama like. Oh, dude! The minute you said, yeah, now that you said it, it is exact Obama tone. So, She's just not doing it right. No, and so here we are. I, I we were actually just talking over it. Uh, that wasn't an edit of any way, and I didn't pause it. That was just a fantastically awkward pause that she threw in in the middle of this speech. <laughs> Yeah, she's not doing it right. She just stopped talking and was trying to get that emotional rise. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I don't think she knows what she's saying. You know what I mean? I think she's just spouting words. and She has no emotion, so she doesn't (laughs) understand how the humans are feeling. (laughs) This is my favorite part of the speech here. She really throws in some deep pauses to really push home whatever retarded idea she's trying to say. And then, isn't it interesting? <laughs> oh, wait, I lied. I actually did cut that a little. I, I think I trimmed it because it was so outrageously long. I, I couldn't do it for podcasting. It was like a, it's a podcasting rule. You can't have that long of a pause. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> that in the midst of all these attacks on fundamental freedoms, these so-called leaders dare to tell us They are fighting for our freedoms. Don't you find that interesting? Some have gone so far as to name and brand their agenda the, quote, freedom blueprint. Yeah. Riveting stuff from the camel future president. I hope you guys are excited uh, because the other guy, uh, did you see the clip floating around Twitter? It was um, the clone of Joe Biden or somebody wearing a mask. He, like, scratched his neck and the mask, like, got stuck. And then it slowly, <laughs> the rubber mask, like, slowly went back to being skin-like. No. Yeah, man, it was out there for a while. Oh, yeah. So, I, and, you know, the C, the, these, I guarantee these doubles that they have for Biden and these world leaders, like, they probably have these super hyper realistic masks that people can wear and you know you just get a guy similar height and build and you got your fake Biden. Uh, you know i was thinking about that like yeah they definitely gotta have a double for him right yes all world leaders have doubles and joe biden especially i mean again <clears throat> there are wildly varying Joe Bidens that make appearances for different things. You get that like yeah. stern, angry, deep voice Joe Biden. Then you, you, you have the uh, blue-eyed, bumbly, kind of doofus Joe Biden who likes the ice cream. And uh, sometimes, you, dude, no, but it's like sometimes you get the guy who like literally can't walk. <laughs> yeah. He's so old, he's doing that like old man walk. Probably that's the real Joe Biden, you know? And yeah. it's just... It has been seeming more and more like uh, we're we're not told the full truth on uh, who Joe Biden really is. If he's actually still alive, if he's functioning. Uh, yeah. Dude, remember how he, Trump said he didn't release what happened to Kennedy? That's right. Maybe they killed Kennedy way before Dallas. Yeah, man. And then the Dallas shooting was they killed the double. Maybe what they show you is the video of the real killing, and they introduce you to your double. Oh, yeah! <laughs> you know, that's why you become president, you, you play ball. Wow, because your double is always in the wing. Oh, he's more you than you. More? He knows everything about you. <laughs> Man. You know? 
I am a huge fan of that theory, and I think that might be the real deal. Uh, because, you know... Uh, they, they introduce you to your dump, like, he you can replace you at any moment. Well, they probably your get wife your... wife wouldn't even know. I bet you they get your DNA, and they shoot it through some machine, and this gizmo uh, just laser prints a 3D version of your clone immediately. Because we had cloning technology in the 90s, and then everybody just stopped talking about cloning. As if, yeah, remember that? They did the sheep, and then they stopped. They dolly Wait the sheep. Minute. Yeah, like, never again. One sheep? No, no, because we're... If anything, America is always morally conscious about the technology that we embark on, and so holy you know, of we- <laughs> cow, dude! That's why China's about to take over. They started fucking cloning their best soldiers. Now it's twenty years later; those clones are fucking ready to fight. Oh, what if they have an army of Yao Ming's? That's frightening, man. Oh yeah, he would. Which he for sure was created in a lab. That is like. Yes, I know he was absolutely created in a lab. Like he was a cloned superhuman. And they probably had to tweak the formula for their super soldiers, and they just took him and made him a superstar in basketball in the in the U.S. The only question is, he's clearly the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Where's the Danny DeVito? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Asian twins? Uh, probably Jackie Chan would be my guess. I think that'd be. <laughs> I think that's, that's a Bobby. That's no, Bobby Lee. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Bobby Lee. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> they have to have the cloning technology at such a supreme level that I really support <clears throat> your your uh, conspiracy theory here. That uh, yeah, the the real deal with the Kennedy oh, assassination like is you, that it was you a walk it, you walk into a basement. They turn on the lights. It's just a row of views in a in tubes, just waiting, just waiting, man. You, or you could just already have them there in the suit that they are your clone, but they're programmed to be, you know, follow uh, orders. And uh, and then they actually tell you uh, you're now imprisoned here at the White House and you, you can walk around and do stuff. You can do the Easter egg hunt and uh, you pardon the turkeys. And uh, but any of the engagements overseas, all that stuff, that's your clone. Wow. Which would make a lot more sense. Yeah. Because you want to protect the president, too, right? So you send out those clones, man, just in case. I mean, you become president. You are a prisoner because you have secret service for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's why I never understood uh, people wanting to be president. It it does not seem like an actually, you know, fun job. No. It sounds horrible. Yeah. Right? I really don't know why you'd want to do it. Surrounded by secret service. I would want to be a king. King sounds cool. Yeah, you think uh, so? King Charles probably better gig uh, than uh, you know. King Charles for sure because he's not even running the country. That guy's literally just going around fucking people. Actually, you know what? Who has the best job? The fucking spare Harry. He's like got royalty oh, money, God. royal money, and he doesn't do anything. All he does is travel to America, marry you know, bang hot babes, and then complain about how uh, how he's the spare tire. What I wouldn't give to be a spare. <laughs> Go take a look at my van. The only tire still got its original tread. It's despair. <laughs> That's why his brother is bald. This guy's got a full head of hair. That's right, dude. That's a worn tire right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of miles. <laughs>